0: You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Welcome back to the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. What are we talking about today? Oregon tenants owe hundreds of millions of dollars in back rent. Portland State University study fines. Who's going to pay this back? So we know that these moratoriums on eviction... They're going to come to an end here soon. The FHFA, basically housing governing body, just kicked the federal uh, moratorium on evictions out to March 31st. But I think most... Most of these moratoriums, that's about as far as they're going to go, like a full year of moratorium. And then we've got to get people paying their rent again. And for those that are really backlogged on rent, this is you know mil- owing millions of dollars combined. This is not a good deal. What's going to happen? Is the Fed going to step in? Can the state step in? They've already got budget shortfalls. What is going to happen? That's what we're checking out today. Before we do, if you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. I read the news, that's real estate, pro business. Yep, let's go. Enough of the chit chat. Here we are. Portland, Oregon. Tenants in Oregon owe three hundred and seventy-eight million dollars in back rent. Are they just gonna are they just gonna cut a check when this is all done? Oh hey, that was that was really brutal i couldn't pay my rent but now i got my job back i'm just going to cut you you know a $15,000 check for all my rent for the last year no that is not going to happen right cuz people who haven't been making their their rent payments if they're legit and if they're long, they're honest a lot of landlords are saying ah oh, they're not being honest they can pay they choose not to my tenants an engineer at at, at microsoft my tenants a, you know a guy at amazon he's not paying rent cuz he doesn't really need to right now he can just say oh i'm impacted by the ronin doesn't have to pay and moratorium landlord's landlord is stuck just just basically screwed so 378 million in back rent in state of oregon it's according to a new study by the portland state university while that's a lot of money the study points to even bigger losses if lawmakers don't act because here's the thing what does happen When all these moratoriums get lifted, are all these landlords going to kick all these people out and say, hey, you need to pay because by contract, they do, they signed a contract. But when state leadership shuts down state economy, those people can't work, what happens? Can't pay the rent. Tricky spot, huh? Tricky situation. And then the landlords can't make their mortgage payments. Ah, it's a big debacle. Right now, 89,000 people have fallen behind on rent payments because of the coronavirus pandemic. They've been allowed to stay in their homes because of an eviction moratorium that runs out in July. So this one's July, the state of Oregon. The study says the deadline will need to be extended in order to head off $3 billion in spending on homeless services. So they owe $378 million. And if the landlords kick all of those people, those tenants out, it's going to cost $3 billion in spending on homeless services. How do we get there? Do, do they basically just take... All right, 89,000 people. And this is the cost it's going to take if you had 89,000 people go homeless, probably I hear in the state of Washington. I think we have somewhere I know the the actual census population of the homeless at the last year's count, I believe was getting close to 6000. A lot of people think it's closer to 10 or maybe 15,000. Here we're talking about 89,000 people and in Oregon is not alone. State of Washington has a ton of tenants who haven't been paying or behind on rent. A lot of people are. They've been out of work or they're gaming the system. Yeah, I could make my rent payment, but man, what's the incentive? Why would I? I don't want to be a good person and honor my commitments. I just want to screw this landlord. Yeah, yeah I got this moratorium thing. I don't need to pay. Some people are doing that. That's a legit concern. But I think most folks, most of the landlords I've talked to, most of the property managers I talk to, whenever I run into a property manager, I'm like, hey, how's your portfolio? Are you guys performing? You know, what's your, um, what's your percentage of tenants that are behind? And um, for some of the bigger projects further out, yeah, it's not pretty. The tenants owe a lot of money. And, and my big concern is these people get kicked out on the street. It's going to be a mess. So I think you're going to see these moratoriums just keep getting kicked out, kicked out, kicked out until the Fed step in with some money. I don't know because I don't see this going well either way. But um, it's it's we started this with this moratorium. We've never done a moratorium on evictions. I mean that's just not been a thing. And so now you've got this big snowball compounding effect. Because people who aren't paying right now, are they going to just start paying on their own? No, they're just going to wait to see how this plays out, right? On Wednesday night, the offices of Governor Kate Brown of uh, Oregon, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler and Multnomah County sent KATU statements about the study. Read them below. All right, so we got the governor, we got the mayor, Mayor Ted, terrible Ted. I always say Terrible Ted because that's Terrible Ted Nugent, Ten Fingers of Doom. And it's fun to say Terrible Ted because, you know, both words start with T. And then we've got the Multnomah County. We're going to hear from them. Office of Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. Let's start with Ted. Since the pandemic hit, the city of Portland has been taking action to prevent evictions caused by the financial and economic impacts of COVID-19. How have you been helping out landlords? How? I just want to know that question. I'm a real estate guy. I just want to know, how have you been helping out landlords? What precautions have you been doing for landlords? What precautions have you been doing for small businesses? None. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. All right. Last fall, the Portland Housing Bureau partnering with the Joint Office of Homeless Services, Multnomah County Department of County Human Services. these, These titles are always so long. And Home Forward, not Home Backwards, Home Forward, began deploying a joint community centered rent assistance program grounded in racial equity. In doing so, the collective partnership was able to support renters and other households impacted by COVID-19 with over 50 million in rent and household assistance in only five months. All right, that's awesome. 50, 50 million bucks. But now we've got so so this so our 378 million dollar number for Oregon would be even greater if we didn't have this this stuff here. One of my friends that owns a couple of um, sports pubs, he got his PPP money here pretty recently, still waiting for that support that was promised by the state of Washington, promised by Governor Inslee. Where is that money? Where's the small business money? So like the 50 million we're talking about here small business in the state of Washington, yeah, they're still waiting for their money from the state. You guys might be waiting a long time because you know the state and all the stuff the state's doing, it's difficult for them to do anything on a on a uh, efficient basis, right? So Mayor Ted, again, we were intentional in deploying our limited resources through over 40 community based and culturally specific organizations. Uh, In order to serve those most impacted by the recession and those who have been disproportionately marginalized by systems in the past, BIPOC communities, all right? Our initial data from the deployment of rent assistance in 2020 is showing that we were able to provide 74% of rent assistance to BIPOC renters. Okay, what about everybody else? What about this big 300 and... What was it 78 million? What about that? So that that part is great. But how about everybody else? You're giving us your stats so that you sound good. You're you're covering the communities that need it most. We get that looking forward. We plan to build upon that rent assistant network of community providers while making improvements to support those providers with the capacity they need and implement improvements into efficiencies of the delivery system. What? How about just get people some money? How about that? Instead of this political doublespeak, how about you just get – let's let's get this going. Let's get this squared away. I don't know. This whole making improvements, rethinking, reimagining, implementing improvements. What are these improvements? What are you talking about? I don't know. Maybe I just don't understand political speak. We also continue working closely with our regional, state, and federal partners to identify further emergency rental funding opportunities – This week, City Council sent our federal delegation a letter of support for the COVID-19 relief legislation to request that they continue to prioritize funding to assist individuals and families in need for local governments to deliver services to our communities and to provide expanded financial assistance to small business and organizations. Among the items, Council is urging Congress to provide funding for an emergency rental assistance, mortgage assistance, and enhanced eviction foreclosure prevention. When additional federal funding is distributed, the city will be ready to immediately deploy it through the system we refined with the initial round of relief. So it's kind of like the PPP, what they're what they're saying is they're doing is it's kind of like the PPP went through the, the SBA, the Small Business Administration, and they're basically saying, hey, we've got the program set up. We've got our state program set up and with our local government set up, we just need some of that hard-fed cash. We need that hard-fed cash. Fed, you got to send it. Mr. and Mrs. Fed, you've got to send it. No, it's the federal government, right? It's just Mr. Federal Government. I don't know why you always use a male pronoun on the government, but it just doesn't sound right otherwise, right? So got to get some hard cash money in there, and get it to the people. How are we going to do it? Well, we've got a plan set there. I'm just not sure <laughs> any of this is really going to work. People are going to get screwed here. I mean, this is a massive task. And I focus on the mortgage end of things. How about all the other stuff? Yeah, I could make my car payment. Okay, yeah, well... Rona, right? I mean, there's so many things that have been impacted here. People's credit cards, people's student loans, all of this stuff is kind of in play and it's a big mess because we shut down the economy when we shouldn't have, right? I mean, that's, that's what happened. I mean, since when do you shut down an economy? Ah, we got to close down. What? No, no, we don't. We never have before. Why would we? Well, Long story, right? Additionally, the here together measure here together. I love the names of these here together. We're right here. We're all together here together. Measure that voters overwhelmingly approved last November will help ensure every part of the greater Portland region, particularly Washington and Clackamas counties can invest in the mental health and substance use resources people need to stay housed it will take time. It will take partnerships, and it will take money. Fortunately, voters made it clear reducing homelessness is a priority, and backing that up with their pocketbooks. Now it's up to the counties, cities, and their community partners to bring urgency and innovation to the work of sustainably and quickly serving our most valuable neighbors. Or, sorry, not valuable. That was a total uh, vulnerable neighbors serving our most vulnerable neighbors, and we can't wait. No, you've got the homeless just basically overrunning downtown Portland, right? You can't wait. It's bad for business. And that's not all. It's bad for the people that are living outside on a year round basis. But a lot of them make that choice. It's gonna be this going to be a tough one. It's, it's, it's tough for every city that has a big, huge homeless problem, right? Because it's not typically a matter of affordable housing, it is a mental health care issue, and is a substance abuse issue. Those are the two main issues. And here in Seattle and in Portland, you've got a crime issue. Ah, We're just going to make all those crimes misdemeanors, you don't need to worry about it. So it just keeps escalating. And then we keep talking about it. While we are scaling up the services and programs this measure will fund in the long term, we face serious immediate challenges. Yeah, people are going to lose their homes, they're going to get evicted. But you don't have too many alternatives. The other alternative is to just keep kicking out the day of reckoning and ah that March 31st, the eviction moratorium now nah, just make it further. Now it's July. I mean, if you're a landlord and you got a tenant in there, you are host. And we have an obligation to put these dollars to work as soon as we have them in service of solutions to the crisis on our streets. So much of this is just like just say what you mean. What are you saying? Here's here's from the uh, Governor Kate Brown. This is what she's saying about the whole eviction thing. Making sure Oregonians can keep their homes during the pandemic continues to be a top priority for Governor Brown. Well, send everybody back to work full capacity and that's a good start, right? No, we're not doing that. Every Oregonian deserves a warm, safe, dry place to call home. That's especially true during a pandemic. The governor took immediate action early in the pandemic to halt evictions so Oregonians could stay in their homes. She pushed hard to secure a foreclosure and eviction moratorium in the first special session, first special session, and has worked with legislative leaders to establish subsequent moratoriums and allocate more than 150 million in rent relief for tenants and landlords. Her budget preserved the state's historic housing investments and outlined the need for additional federal aid. Bottom line here, they need a buttload of additional aid, right? Fed Fed money. We need that hard Fed cash. I mean, because that, that's the only real solution here. We can't put all these tenants on a budget. All right, here's your repayment plan. That's not going to work. Now, just this is a, this is a mess. We'd like to thank the researchers at Portland State University for their work on this important issue for showing out, sh- showing how much fed, hard-fed cash we really need. I mean, that's essentially what it did, right? As well as the community members who contributed to it. This research so- shows that we are on the right track, but we need more resources to get Oregonians back on their feet. And Governor Brown will continue to work with state and federal leaders to secure those resources. All right. So what does Governor Brown said, uh, said that they, they worked with legislative leaders to establish subsequent moratoriums and allocated more than 150 million in rent relief. So again, so that's 200 million that's already been pumped into rent, into back rent, right? And we've got another 357. So clearly, the state and local government just doesn't have the cash to make this go. They're going to need to look for outside sources. And um, let's let's take a look at Multnomah County. Let's just take a look at the county, see what they have to say, because we've we've covered the state level, we've covered Mayor Ted of Portland, see what the county says. Multnomah County does not have the kind of financial wherewithal to offer relief to cover backlogged rent, nor frankly, does the state of Oregon. We are totally reliant on the federal government for any help. The state is looking at a bill sponsored by Rep Fahy to perhaps change that at the state level. So best to reach out. We have no one available. And really, the congressional delegation may be your best place to start. So they're essentially, Multnomah County is saying, yeah, we got nothing. We got nothing. We got no money. I think that was the best response. Is it it, I mean, it, nor frankly does the state of Oregon. So the county is basically just straight up calling out the state of Oregon. We got no money. We have no money here. No money to solve this. And I think that's what most of these governors have been saying. Yeah, we need some of that fed hard cash, right? I mean, I'm not in favor of borrowing money from our kids, kids, grandkids to pay rent today for tenants that should have been working but weren't because they lost their jobs because of a state mandated shutdown. That whole thing is just a ridiculous mess, but we're going to have to work our way out of it, and um, it's not going to be pretty. It'll be really interesting to see states that basically don't have as much in rent uh, owed and states that stayed open were more progressive, shall we say. As far as the whole economic picture goes, hey, if you want more tax dollars to pay your bills at the state and local, and, you know, city level, maybe keep your economies open, maybe keep those workers going, because then you get the tax revenue, you get all that revenue coming through your city through your state, through your county. And when you're not open for business, guess what? It's not pretty. So it'll be really interesting to see when you've got states that basically stayed open or did very limited shutdowns. Will they get the same amount of hard fed cash money? I don't know. We'll have to see. One thing for sure, this is a mess. And this isn't going to be easily resolved. And when it does get resolved, it's not going to make any sense. It's going to be one of those. All right. We go this direction. Half of you guys get really screwed. You guys over here, you come out a little bit better. I think uh, tenants are going to come out pretty good on this one either way because I don't see them needing to pay the back rent. I don't see it being a mandate. There's no way. That's just not going to happen. So people are going to take it. take it not in a good way. Those are going to be landlords, because those are guys that can't get a moratorium on your on your mortgage. We just know that most landlords are like, yeah, I got to pay. I'll lose my house if I don't It's a rental property. So haven't heard a lot of stories about that. But I think it's because most landlords, they've worked hard to get their property. And they're not willing to let it go just because a tenant is claiming he can't pay rent when in fact they could. And I know a lot of a lot of situations are hey, I lost my job. I've been out of work. This is a terrible time to get a job. So there are a ton of cases out there of people who are legit behind on rent. But how do we solve it? I don't know. It. I mean, this is, it, it's a mess. But I think the state, I, th- I think the uh, federal government will probably step in because this is a big topic that has been ongoing and people are cringing now because they're like, mm, March 31st is coming up pretty soon. And um, we don't have a solution for this rent moratorium eviction thing, that whole thing a roo. We don't have that down. We don't have a plan there. But as you can see by the stuff I read from uh, the mayor and the governor, they've got stuff going on, but it's not really clear what they're saying, or the path that they're taking, other than, hey, Fed, we need some money. We need that some hard cash money. All right, that's it for me on this one. I will have more podcasts on this topic because we are not done on this bad boy yet, right? And when we do get to some solutions, I will let you know right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, you probably won't like them. I certainly won't like them. I don't like the fact that this thing's even in place. I mean, I'm sorry, tenants out there, but there's a lot of people down the food chain that, that were put out of work, put in small business owners all over. Yeah, yeah, you need to shut down based on the data and the science that doesn't exist, nor did it ever exist. And yeah, you can't eat indoors, you got to eat outdoors, but with a fan and uh, just the whole thing goes on and on and on, right? You don't need to hear me talk about that. All right, I'm done. I'm going to go do another podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will catch up with you guys on the next one. Bye for now.